0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of
1: The Disney Drive Time Podcast.
0: You alright over there?
1: <laughs> I was distracted. You
0: were. Hey. I was
1: looking at Facebook.
0: All right, it, it's always very tough when your recording engineer screws up and you record the first story and realize that the microphone wasn't plugged in.
1: Yeah, I'm not the engineer.
0: Yeah, no. you're not. But uh, what's going on over in the Disney Parks let's
1: do this again. Uh, Yesterday was a very big day at Disneyland as they opened the villas at the Disneyland Hotel.
0: That's right. The The villas at the Disneyland Hotel are the newest DVC property. That is their 16th across the country. Um, and did you know that uh, each Disneyland hotel tower has a unique name?
1: I did not. What are they? <laughs> <There>. uh, <laughs> the,
0: the new one is named Discovery, uh-huh. and it joins the other three towers, Fantasy, Adventure, and Frontier.
1: That's interesting. It seems like they're reusing the names from the Disney cruise ships.
0: Yes, they are.
1: <laughs> We've already done this, which is why it's so funny.
0: That's right. They're using two of the names from the Disney cruise line. Yeah. So, um This new 12-story tower has 344 rooms. They're all themed around uh, various Disney characters, and some of those characters were at the opening today. Princess Tiana, Anna and Elsa, Moana, King Louie, and Baloo. Okay. Uh, so they were all present, um, and it's it's pretty big. This, uh, this new resort is open and uh, available in Disneyland.
1: Very exciting.
0: That's right. And the second Parks Blog story...
1: Oh, you want me to do it this time? Sure. Um, There is a beginner's guide to the Disneyland Hotel and the villas at the Disneyland Hotel that is now available.
0: That's right. And that is available through both the Planned Disney Panel and Disney Parks Instagram sites. It's another one of their Planned Disney Pocket Guides. Very good.
1: The refurbishment work at Disney's Fantasy Fair at Disneyland has been undergoing refurbishment, and that work is now complete.
0: That's right. Even though there was some uh, exterior refurbishment being done, the Royal Theater and Royal Hall remained open for the duration of the work. There was scaffolding and themed scrim up around most of the facades, but those have come down by now, and uh, things are back up and running. Looks
1: great. You know what I love? What's that? A rumor. Yes. You know why? Why? Rumors are almost always true. Unfortunately, yes. So the rumor here is that the um, Paint the Night, sh- uh, what is it, a parade? It is a parade. Um, is not going to be coming back until 2025.
0: That's right. And it is going to come back in 2025 as part of Disneyland's 70th anniversary celebration. Uh, there were rumors rumors earlier. So now, see, here's where rumors don't come true. Because rumors earlier this year said that the parade would return to Disneyland in 2024. But it does look like that has now shifted and uh, Disney's going to hold off for a year.
1: I think the important part here is that it's coming back. True. So the rumors that it's coming back still seem to be on track to be Mm -hmm. true. That is right. Okay.
0: Uh, This parade has been performed at both parks at Disneyland. It made its debut in 2015 as part of the 60th anniversary of Disneyland but uh, most recently, it was part of a cavalcade in uh, uh, what's the other part? California Adventure. Okay. So uh, exciting times there. Sure. And those are all of our Disneyland stories, so let's head on over to Walt Disney World.
1: All right. So there's a lot going on at Disney World for Halloween time this year. What are some of the things that are going on?
0: That's right. We're uh, rapidly approaching October 1st, and as we know, Halloween has been in full swing for about, uh, I don't know, what, about four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a lot going on in Disney World. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom, we have Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. They've also got their Halloween decorations and food. Over at Epcot, we've got Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit, as well as their uh, specialty Halloween food. Disney's Hollywood Studios, we have Minnie's Halloween Dine. That's a character meal over at the Brown Derby. Okay. And uh, it's a great character meal normally, but now the characters are in costume, so that's fun. Of course, they have Halloween food. This Mm -hmm. is a part of every story.
1: Right. You know know what they've
0: got at the Animal Kingdom? What? Just Halloween
1: food. Just Halloween food. Nothing special. Uh, You know what they have at Disney Springs?
0: Halloween food. Just
1: Halloween food.
0: That's right. You know what they've got uh, in various stores? What? Halloween merchandise.
1: Oh. And
0: Halloween food. You know
1: what they have at all the Disney World hotels? What's that? Halloween food.
0: That's right. Some of the (laughs) resorts have specialty cupcakes and specialty food. It's fun. Um, It is a fun time of the year to go. Uh, You know, I think Halloween is probably more fun than Christmas.
1: I don't know. I feel like it's kind of tied. I mean, to see all those Christmas decorations, to me, the Christmas decorations are better than the Halloween decorations, but the Halloween party is better than the Christmas party.
0: Yes, I agree. So, uh, and only for two reasons. Why? The headless horseman at the front of the parade and the gravediggers in the parade.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And the free candy. True. Yeah. All right, some big changes have happened to Splash Mountain as it transforms into Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, crews are painting a mural on the barn, um, and they removed the Brer Rabbit weather vane.
0: Yeah, that was a big deal because the Brer Rabbit weather vane had not been removed, and people thought that it might stay as kind of a nod no, to the old attraction. No, But no, we're taking everything out. Yep. Um, they've also completed some uh, fresh rock rock work on the mountain itself. And uh, things progress as we look forward to 2024 and the opening of Tiana's Bayou Adventure.
1: All right. The 50th anniversary medallions have been removed from most of the fab 50 statues at Hollywood Studios and the Magic Kingdom.
0: That's right. We know that back uh, for Disneyland, uh, Disney World's 50th anniversary, they put up these 50 statues. Um, and they've been going around uh, removing those medallions, uh, but they're saying that uh, the Imagineers would be sprinkling a touch of timeless pixie dust in order to refresh the F- Fab Fifty character collection. So uh, it looks like the uh, statues themselves are here to stay. Good. Uh, don't know what they're going to replace the medallions with. Maybe they will put one hundred uh, with the one hundred statues. Um, but
1: uh, yeah, I mean, they just went up. Like you know, maybe they're not going to be there forever. But you know, leave them up for a few years. Right. They're not. They're a nice touch. They're in that, good shape. Like, why would you take them down? At Crystal Arts, one of the shops at the Magic Kingdom, uh, Miguel Erebus of Erebus Brothers has been creating a glass replica of Sleeping Beauty Castle from Disneyland Park.
0: That's right, from Disneyland Paris. I'm sorry. Uh, That's all right. Uh, First off, I find it amazing that it's taken a couple of weeks to create. But then if you look at the size of it, you understand why it took so long to create. Um, But they are selling a Sleeping Beauty Castle glass replica on uh, Main Street. And do you know what the cost is? I
1: do, because it says it right here in the story. All right. It's it $100,000. $100,
0: it's $100,000, but you're not just getting the castle. No. It also comes with a glass dragon and the dragon's cave, which well, are part of the Disneyland that's version. That's worth it, though. Version. It is.
1: Uh, yeah, that's expensive. It's big. It's, pardon me for saying, incredibly ugly. Um, but it's pretty cool that, the, um, that Mr. Erebus himself... Actually worked on it. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of neat, but I still, I mean, I, honestly, you could give it to me and I wouldn't put it in my living room.
0: You know what the bottom line is? What? Somebody will buy it.
1: Maybe, but it's really not pretty. I mean, there's no, uh, there's no color to it. it. There's no, like some of the things that are like sort of smoother glass mm-hmm. is nice, but this is all like, it looks like it's made out of like, you know, frosting work, you know, like, I don't know, it's all bumpy and I, I, I don't know. It kind of looks like it's made out of ice. Well,
0: maybe if it's still there when we go in December, we'll have an opportunity to purchase it.
1: Only at a discount. I'm not paying $100,000. All right. This next story is making me a little nervous as I look at the title, but I've been assured that it's all going to be okay. Uh, The first Luminous Barge, which is uh, Luminous is going to be the new show at the World Showcase in Epcot. Um, The barge for that, the first one, has arrived in the World Showcase Lagoon.
0: That's right. It is nowhere as big or as gaudy as uh, the Taco Barge.
1: I was just hoping we were never going to see a barge again.
0: Well, you know, there were barges uh, even as a part of all the other shows that have been in the World Showcase Lagoon. I'm a little
1: gun-shy of the barges.
0: And this new Luminous Barge is in the lagoon right now. Mm -hmm. However, it is not a permanent barge. It will not sit there all day. It is in the lagoon right now for testing. Okay. Um, you know, there's that drawbridge yeah. over by China between mm-hmm. China and the little African refreshment outpost there, yeah. um, and that bridge actually does open just you know a couple hours prior to the uh, show performance, and those barges do come out from backstage. So that so was like
1: Illuminations, right? right? Used to be they used to tuck those there. back there. Yep.
0: Okay. And uh, that looks to be the case as well. It for better be this can't new luminous it.
1: show. I can't take it. No more barges out in the water, please. So this is something new that Disney World is doing. They are offering a water park seasonal pass.
0: That's right. Walt Disney World has announced that they will offer a water park seasonal pass for winter and spring. The passes are valid through May 24th and there are no blockout dates. The season pass is is priced at $79 for ages 9 and over. And $73 for children aged 3 to 9.
1: I'm going to say that's very close to the price to get in.
0: Well, a standard one-day ticket is $69 for yeah. adults and $63 for children. Right. Um, these passes are good for either Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach, whichever one is open. Uh, right now, Typhoon Lagoon is operating, but at some point, Disney's probably going to switch back over to opening Blizzard Beach in the winter.
1: Okay.
0: You know, that's one thing in this post-COVID world that I do not like. What? is that the... The water parks in the winter months, they used to each close for a month. Mm -hmm. One of them would close while one was open, then the other one would close. But then for nine or ten months of the year, both of them were open. Right. But since 2020, they've only had one water park open at a time. And I don't know if it's because they're... You know, short
1: staffed,
0: uh, or there's maybe there's not enough visitors, right? But, uh, just very odd that they uh, they don't open both. Water yeah, parks. you would
1: think at least for like the three months of the summer they should both right. be open.
0: Because Typhoon Lagoon, in my mind, with Crush and Gusher, is the superior water park. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yes. I
1: feel like I don't know anyone who would pick Blizzard Beach over Typhoon Lagoon.
0: The only reason I would go to Blizzard Beach is for the mini golf.
1: Well, yeah, but that's not actually you don't. Uh, that's no. not part of admission. That that's is separate. True. All right, moving on. Um, The Disney Springs parking garages and lots are now going to be open earlier uh, starting next week.
0: That's right. They're going to open at 9 a.m. instead of 10 a.m. This applies to the Orange and Lime Garages and the Watermelon and Mango Surface Lots. Uh, This will be effective as of uh, October 1st. The secondary entrance from Orange Garage into Disney Springs, which is between Splitsville and Everglazed, will also reopen.
1: Yeah, I mean, so speaking of, uh, of Everglades, that was one of the things that's open, you know, in the morning that you might want to go to visit, right. to buy things at, and there's not really anywhere to park. Right. So that's good that it's and open.
0: And then you have to walk there. a mile and a half to get there. Right, yeah. Well, that's all right. You work off all those calories.
1: As work continues on the exterior of the new DBC Tower at the Polynesian Village, we're also starting to see progress inside the tower.
0: That's right. Interior walls are going in, so that's uh, that's fun. Wonderful. And in entertainment news, a new poster and trailer have been released for Disney's Wish. That is a movie that is going to open up this November, uh, actually on November 22nd. I
1: feel like we've been hearing about this movie for a very long time. We have
0: been for a while. Uh, The tagline is, be careful what you wish for. Okay. Uh, And uh, it's all about the wishing star. Very good. So, you know, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. Every year they have an induction ceremony. Okay. Uh, The past number of years the induction ceremony has had a special usually on hbo that's been broadcast um, but this year disney plus is going to live stream okay uh the induction ceremony from brooklyn's barclays center on november 3rd at 8 p.m uh, and then it's going to be available for streaming on demand after the ceremony uh 2022 was the last year of hbo's contract with the
1: uh, organization all right disney's taking over All right. At Universal Studios Florida, construction work has resumed um, in the Studios Lagoon for the park's new nighttime spectacular.
0: That's right. The last time people were in the lagoon was May when the old show platform was being dismantled. So something new is coming to uh, Universal Studios.
1: Everybody's getting new shows. That's great. And in Islands of Adventure, Seuss Landing is undergoing various refurbishment projects.
0: That's right. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous is closed and uh, being refurbished. The Moose Juice Goose Juice sign (laughs) is being refurbished. Um, That is the spinning sign for the Moose Juice Um, the Seuss Landing policeman statue is gone and being refurbished. He's usually the the policeman on a motorbike. It's kind of a little iconic statue there. Right. Uh, as I mentioned before, Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous is closed. They closed, uh, beginning in June of this year, but they do not have a reopening date scheduled. So that, uh, you know, that's, that's a little worrisome.
1: This land is looking a little, uh, peaked here.
0: It is. There's a lot missing, but by the time it's done, everything will be, uh, refurbished. Uh, the high in the sky Seuss trolley train ride uh, is undergoing refurbishment as well. The purple track is currently closed, and that is partially because it runs through Circus McGurkus uh, and would allow them to see the the work being done. Uh, the Cat in the Hat uh, attraction, there there have been short metal barriers put up around various planters, so they're working on those planters. And I think that pretty much represents every attraction in Seuss Landing. Yeah, uh, it seems like it. Poor things ripped apart. Right.
1: All right, and then moving over to SeaWorld, Um, they are working on their next coaster, which is going to be called Penguin Trek, and it's set to open next spring.
0: That's right, Penguin Trek is scheduled to open in spring of 2024. It's going to be an indoor outdoor coaster with a top speed of 43 miles an hour. They will have a 3,020 foot track with two launches. And it will end inside this the park's penguin habitat. <laughs> Fun. Uh, there's going to be a storyline based around a penguin research mission, and the ride vehicle is going to be styled like a uh, snowmobile.
1: I like snowmobiles yes. too.
0: Yes. Uh, the height requirement is going to be 42 inches, and it will be a family coaster. Fun. Um, the penguin habitat was introduced back in 2013. Very good. That's all the news for today. We hope everybody has a good weekend. We'll be back on Monday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.